on today's show, KB and I are joined by Jordan, and the three of us are going to talk about gaming. What type of games? Well, not console video games. We're going to be talking more from a mobile aspect. Yes, everyone has a cell phone, and everyone's played some Angry Birds, so we're going to be talking about that and much, much more on the Hold the Phone edition of Free Your Geek. Pokemon, no! <laughs> For your geek. By the power of Grayskull. And welcome to this edition of Free Your Geek. I am your host, the illustrious Jay Free. And to my right, my co-host, you know him as KB. What's up? What's up? That is what is up. And in the studio today, our special guest, and we're going to be talking about his show coming to the 59 Media family a little bit later. But this man is known as Jordan. Hello. How's it going today? How you doing? Not bad. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's we don't have a really a big format to the show for today, but typically what we do and we'll kind of spitball it now. But um, what I usually like to go into with our guest is um, obviously we're going to be talking about video games. So video games is a passion of yours as well. Absolutely. That's what my show is going to be mostly about. So, OK, so let's let's get into the show first and then we'll get into your background. So you're going to be having a show, a podcast coming on to 59 Media in the very near future. Uh, TBD as far as the name, but it's going to be something along the lines of uh, dorks or, or, or it's going to be video game heavy, but you're not going to be doing just video games, correct? No, mostly uh, mostly video games. Uh, I'm going to try to do something of it along the lines of mostly dork and nerd-related stuff. Um, so you're like a companion show to ours. Yeah, pretty much. So I don't, know if you, I don't know if I should treat you as competition or if I should treat you as like a, a neighbor. Like, in, like we're in the same neighborhood, but we don't necessarily house the same space. We might like... You know, go into each other's yard to get like you know a frisbee. Jay Free's like, what, what time is your show so I can sabotage? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, when can I uh, when can I mess up this equipment? No, that's really cool. Um, I like how you know the studio is expanding with its shows, and you know KB and I do touch upon video games, but we're more geek heavy and comic book and superhero. The, the, the video game show idea has been floating around for a while. Yeah, so KB has wanted to do uh, a video game show for a while. JV. So. And JV. So yep. here's what I'm saying Did to I beat you. beat them to the punch? Y yes and no. No, we I, don't have the time. Right. I think they, <laughs> they don't have the time. But here's the thing. If you're ever in the need for guests, I'm already going to line up some guests for you if you want to bring people on Absolutely. to talk about stuff. So KB is much more of a uh, an avid gamer than I am. I mean, I have a PS4. I love, you know, those big, like, epic games. I'm still trying to beat Fallout 4. Um, I actually just picked up Fallout 3 for 10 bucks. Awesome. And, and so that's going to be kind of cool. I haven't started that yet. But um, yeah, so going back to Jordan, though, uh, I just want to talk like, so video games, how long um, has that been a passion of yours? How long have you been into probably from as, as young as so let's let's take this back. What was your first system? First system, uh, Super Nintendo. OK, so first yeah. Super Nintendo favorite game from that system. Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, uh, OK, give me give me t like just doesn't Earth, have to be favorite, but Earthbound. Uh, 
new uh, the uh, what's it called? Um, well, this is from the original Nintendo. Would be the uh, Mario Three. Gotcha. Super, yeah, Super Mario Bros. Three, which obviously is a little, probably a favorite of most people. Yep. Um, but for the Super Nintendo, uh, a Link to the Past. Uh, mostly all Nintendo games. Uh, none of the, like the third-party games. I grew up in the Nintendo. Uh, 64 2 was another big one, which would be Ocarina of Time. That, that's interesting because I know Nintendo's kind of struggling lately, so are you still a Nintendo guy? Absolutely. Okay. Well, no, because they're coming out with the, the new the Mini, right? Yeah, they're they coming are. Out, they're coming out with the Mini, yeah. and they're also... Er, I've been hearing a lot of rumors, mostly about like early 2017, the NX is coming yep, out. Yep, March. Which yeah, uh, they just cool. announced that was going to be a, a, a hybrid of a handheld and also home console. That that's what I was saying on our last show was going to be a cartridge based. It's yeah. rumored, which is so, interesting. Okay, so I want to I want to make sure and then. Uh, so can we talk about what you do for work? Or are we not going to? We're not allowed to talk about no that. names. No names. No names. Okay, I, I just want to just, let me just let me. I'll I'll be more elusive about it. And if if you know, whatever we can we can take care of it if if need be. We can edit it out if need be, but. You were telling me, uh, based on some stuff that you get to, you have a source, we'll just say, that allows you to uh, check out games prior to its release. Yep. So that's kind of no, cool. no, not prior. A day one. Day one of day, its yeah, day, day one. Day one. So that's cool. So you you basically have your finger on the pulse of when these games get released. You're you're already familiar with it, oh, so yeah. you can already like rate and review and, and just be like this is my opinion on this game mm-hmm. day one that it comes out if, if need be that's cool that's cool so wh- let's just say what was been your, uh, the last year we'll just say the last let's say that even 2016 year you've probably played a lot of games what's been yeah. just some of the some of your favorites and the new just so if, if there are listeners that are looking to pick up a game whether it be for xbox for ps4 for we uh you whatever else it might be what, what are some of your recommendations on games that you really enjoyed? So for the more mainstream people who play like just Xbox One or PS4, I always recommend um, Fallout 4. It's probably one of the greatest games that's ever come out. Um, for a PS4 or like a PS Vita exclusive, I would say uh, Persona 4, which is one of the best uh, JRPGs ever made, in my opinion anyway. But I mean, most people agree with that opinion. Um and for like the Wii U, I would say oh, Splatoon. Splatoon came out, and Splatoon's just a fantastic shooter. It's a very unorthodox shooter where it's mostly like a big, messy game of paintball. Uh, <laughs> I have played that game. That yeah. game is kind of crazy. So, and um, one more thing. Yeah, is, go for it. Uh, one more, like I guess, a plug I would like to say is, um, and and a lot of people have a little, a bit of a sour taste in their mouth about it is uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. Which is a uh, fire uh, fire emblem cross Shimagami Tensei game, which no one really liked, but I love it. It's so how game. okay? So I have to ask because I'm not a huge gamer, and KB, I'll, I'll kick to you too. Have you heard of that game before? I've heard of both those franchises. I haven't heard of the crossover though. Because I was gonna say that that's kind of like deep cuts. Fire, right fire here. Emblem. <laughs> I know Fire Emblem got pretty hot there a few months back. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Well, uh, so what it is is the Shimagami Tensei series is a JRPG franchise that has a little bit of the elements of Fire Emblem with the uh, the the tactical based mm-hmm. uh, turn base. Um, so what they did was um, they mashed them up together, but they did it, which most fans of Fire Emblem would say wrong, but what most fans of Shimagami Tensei would say right, mm-hmm. uh, where it's basically just a Shimagami Tensei game with Fire Emblem characters in it, where they got rid of all of the uh, tactical 
RPG parts of it where you like run around and like you, you have a set amount of squares you can move and then you attack and then the other person attacks. But yeah, those are the kind of games that a lot of the mainstream <laughs> gamers aren't into. Yeah, exactly. You know? So if you're a mainstream gamer, you know, you can check it out, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the Shimigami Tensei is a straight up JRPG. Yeah. Uh well not the Shimigami Tensei, I mean the um uh Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. Now, okay, just to clarify for our listeners too, when you say uh, JRPG, so there, you know, different types of games for those that are unaware and just listen to the show out of habit, and because you know you're probably related to me, um, <laughs> and me, yeah. Uh, basically, you know, these different games, these different video games have you know their different styles. So you have you know your side scrolling, you have your action adventure, you have your role playing games, your RPGs. So a JRPG, can you explain that a little bit? JRPG is generally turn based and uh, what they call dungeon crawling, which would be. You do your you do the main story and then you get into the uh, the actual gameplay of it where you start out in a dungeon you've never been in before and you have a map on the right like either the right or the left hand corner of the top screen and it it, it basically expands as you walk. So it's it's all blacked out, for instance, because you're only in this one area. But as you traverse through these different hallways and whatnot, the map is enlarged on your screen or at least becomes more uh, apparent on your screen because you're discovering these new yep. things. Think of um, Legend of Zelda when you were in the the boss levels at the at, at the bo- the you know when you're in a boss level. You, yeah, it's it's not it's not like that but the map itself how it Oh no, I, I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm trying to explain I'm just saying for our listeners yeah, until yeah. you get the map. Yeah. But if you've never played Legends of Z- Legend of Zelda, uh, so I'm just trying to I'm doing it for the, the, the kind of like the layman type of thing that's never picked yeah. up a video game in your life. But basically, you have this map on your screen and it keeps expanding as you discover new uh, areas, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, so your your your, your show is going to be more uh, video game based. Are you going to be doing like Are you thinking about doing reviews? Are you thinking about talking about the culture? Are you thinking about Maybe just uh, talking about trends or rumors or news that you're hearing as well, or m- maybe a little bit of everything. Mostly about culture. Um, I'm thinking culture and also like stuff that's happening in the, in the, in the uh, gaming industry now. Uh, one of the topics I want to get into is censorship, censorship in gamings in other countries like Europe and uh, Japan. Japan having one of the strongest censorship in the world, that in Australia. Okay, um, well, so that's really cool. I, I, I would love to ask you about that, but I want you to save that for your podcast because <laughs> why, why give it all away for free to me? Exactly. You know? Let's let's put it on that. So podcast. W- one of our uh, one of our um, uh, JV when he was on our show in um, episode three was the Dullard episode. Yep. Uh, you know he was he's big big into the um, electronic gaming. So I don't know if that's MLG necessarily, but mm-hmm. electronic gaming. So w- what is your? Are you into that as well or? Like do you follow the, that? Like the do you follow? Yeah. Like do you the, follow the professionals or? None. None of the games really interest me, like um, League of Legends and stuff. Yeah, that like was one he talked about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really into. Uh, I actually don't really like multiplayer games that much. Yeah. Uh, I usually get frustrated. Uh, <laughs> Same here. I, I don't like it. Uh, the only multiplayer game I play is Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch is pretty pretty sweet. So basically, we can't ask him to join our DCU campaign. <laughs> okay, good to know. That was the whole reason I wanted yeah. him on the show. You just wanted to try to try to uh, recruit him. I need to recruit him to my league. Um, very cool, very cool. So should we get into uh, some discussion? I know we're talking about console-based right now, um, but I want to get into some of the topics. We're going to be talking about mobile gaming. Mm-hmm. I have a list of games that I've been playing um, right now. So we're talking about, you know, on the... The App Store. What is the? I don't even. This is how bad I am. Does Android have? It's Google Play. It's Google Play. Okay, yep. thank you. 
I download, so caveat, everything I'm going to be talking about is iOS based because I'm a big iPhone slash iPad user. And KB is more of the... Uh, oh, a lot of them are shared cross-platform. No, they are, days. but I'm just going to say I'm coming, from, I'm coming from yeah. a different uh, yep. a different zone here. So obviously um, the big thing right now is Pokemon Go. So uh, <laughs> I, I'll start with our guest first, Jordan. Uh, I'm assuming you're playing? Absolutely. How, what level are you right now? Uh, Ten. <laughs> okay. No, that's not. I just hit level six. Today, all right, all so right. you don't have to feel too bad. I mean, I, I'm you know working. I work a nine to five, and then when I you know take like a lunch break or whatever, I try to walk outside. Do we have any Pokemon around the office? Not, not, not yeah. So K, KB and I work in the same building. All right. So uh, I think you meant this one. No, 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 no. Um, I was in one of our other facilities today. Tons. Really? I went out with another couple of coworkers. We're at lunch. We walked around. But like in the building? No, not in the building. Well, there were a couple in the building, but there was like fifty outside. So it was crazy. But Pokemon Go, so for those that are, are living under a rock or haven't heard of this yet, because by the time this podcast drops, it'll be kind of old news. But Pokemon Go is essentially a game that uses, it's a, it's a mobile game that on your phone or your, your uh, tablet or whatever else it might be, it uses your GPS to show your character, your avatar, if you will, walking around. And you are essentially, and I, I am not a Pokemon guy, so I need to... What is the name? Is a Pokemon trainer? Is that, yeah. what, is that what you basically are? So you're a trainer walking around, and you, by chance, come across different areas, and you unleash, and you can find and capture different Pokemon. And I don't know how many different renditions there are. I think there's like a couple hundred. Right now, it's the first generation. They're probably going to add the other ones, but as a Pokemon right now, and the new game's coming out soon, but before Sun and Moon come out, it's uh, it's uh, around middle of seven hundred. Okay, yeah. so, so so you're talking like almost nine hundred to a thousand soon, at some point. Well, they usually every generation they add um every generation they add about a hundred. Yeah. So. But uh, they already soon. confirmed that Sun and Moon's gonna have uh well over. So. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So basically, yeah, yeah, you go around, you walk around, and it's it's an in, uh, incentive for people to be more active. Kids that tend to be sitting in front of a TV playing video games all the time. This is more of a mobile one to get out, move around, walk a little bit. My issue with the game, though, and then I'll let you you two guys chime in, people need to watch where the hell they are going. Oh, yeah. I was driving home from a friend's house uh, late night on a Wednesday night. Uh, it was probably about 12, 31 o'clock in the morning. College kids running across a highway searching for Pokemon Go. Searching for Pokemon. I'm like, dude, really? Like, pay attention. They're not, like, it's a highway. It's not like a, a residential street. And I get that they're trying to go to the more populated areas because that's where gonna be, there's going to be more characters that they can capture. But just pay attention to what you're doing. Now, I, and I know I, I have my, my nose and my eyes on my phone all the time. And that's not even with Pokemon Go. That's just text messaging and watching YouTube videos and whatever. So that to me is like crazy dangerous. Have you guys ever, like, playing the game? Have you guys ever been in trouble or have you guys almost seen like people get hurt by playing this game or is this just me that i think it's it's dangerous feel free to um i i almost feel like i i don't know how they position these things but it's almost like you would think they would have some kind of a lithogram or something with all the technology you have with google and stuff that you'd have something to say okay we don't put them in this area like you know i was i was playing with it one night and it's like okay this one's in my neighbor's yard like, what if my neighbor's crazy and, you know what I mean, doesn't want anybody, you know what I mean? And I'm just saying. So things like that, um, I, I seen, what is it? It was one country that they found that people, I think it was, it was a Middle Eastern country, I think, where they were finding that people were 
going into a military, like, gated off area where bomb testing is being done or some shit like that. And they're just like, we had to put up signs saying, they had to put up signs along the lines of, like, no Pokemon Go or something like that. Stay out. And um, and then some of these have been pairing in, like, museums. I think that was the first big thing. Like, one was, what was it, the... Um, What's the what's the tomb of the uh, dead soldiers that, uh, in DC? Um, oh, the uh, the Holocaust the Holocaust Museum. Museum. Yeah. yeah, like it was why ga- it was Ghastly, the ghost Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's cr- okay. So Ghastly for those that do not know, that's a is it a a bomb character or no? He's a, he's just like he's gaseous. Okay. So he is a ball of gas. Yeah. And but the Holocaust Museum is kind of. Yeah, so so I, I think the problem was is that people are going there just for Pokemon, and they're disturbing the people that are going there just to go there. Um, so so that's kind of a problem. Um, th- this is very fanatical. I know Justin Bieber was saying that he actually went out to do this and was in a park full of people, and nobody noticed him. Like that's the craze. Like that's how bad it was. So it's it's just it's it's definitely taking the world by storm. But I think like everything else, it'll eventually. Well, I think it's a fad right now. Yeah. But I I have to applaud you know even though it's like the first concept, to get kids walking, yeah, just like or just people in general, like get get out get out of the house because it doesn't work. I don't again. I'm not by no means an expert. I don't think you could necessarily walk around like a house or whatever and find too many. I think no. you actually have to be outside. You know, in like parks, in like, you know, not that we're going to talk about the Holocaust Museum, but, <laughs> you know, things along that nature, like, uh, you know, coffee shops or or malls there, or whatever. There was one um, we follow on our Twitter page, Samantha H. Model. She's a, a cosplayer and she had yes. a she had a picture of she was at a crab shack and the crab Pokemon <laughs> was was sitting right next to her while she's eating crab legs. And she's like, I, I don't know how to feel about this. So some of it is well see and that's the thing. So if some of it's that well planned. Like you said, Ghastly is there. We have one in a crab shack, like that's creative. But just kind of putting in random places where they probably really shouldn't be. You know, like I would expect to go to Toys R Us and find like, you know, fifty of them or something. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how it should be. Or to make it even better, you know what they should do? The the um they should offer exclusives within the stores. Think about if GameStop had exclusive Pokemon you can only find at GameStop, or Toys R Us only had exclusive Pokemon you can only it's find. Probably going to be happening sometime yeah. in the future. Right? Definitely. Like that's just that's just I, I, well, that's, that's something that yeah. you have to do with yeah. marketing. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's a brilliant it's a brilliant business move yeah. if you want to get people into your yeah. place of business, like work out a deal with with Nintendo or whatever, and, and yeah, and I got to applaud Nintendo for it. I, I think hey, if if this is if everybody's gonna be in their cell phone anyway, and this is just a fad to get people more active. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Nintendo's good at this kind of stuff. I doubt it's going to be a fad. I'd Pokemon is so strong, it, it may not be. It will evolve. It won't be a fad. Yeah. It will evolve into something much bigger. Good play on words, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's actually a good pun. So, yeah, yeah you evolve your characters. Uh, I'm just, I have to keep t- telling everybody, like the people that have no idea what this is about, like all these yeah. inside jokes, because they're going to be like, what's going on there? Yeah. So... Kind of feel bad for anyone who doesn't know about well, Pokemon like I that. I mean, I know, only know because of my daughter. So <laughs> we we have a we have a wide cast of audience. That we have yeah, people right. like yeah. like people in their forties listening to us, you know, and stuff, and people in their fifties, and like I just for those that aren't as into the smartphones as the current generations are, they might not be as aware. So I try to I try to dumb it down, and I shouldn't yeah. say dumb it down, but I try to keep it simplistic. Yeah, you got to remember too, we're children of the eighties, so a lot of our friends are in their you know or probably not into this in their 30s you know yeah i mean so, it's it's a little bit of both yeah. um 
so anything else on Pokemon Go before we move on to the next uh, subject? The the um the thing that I've noticed while playing it is that the uh, the wherever the Pokemon spawn, you have a you have a um like a circle that that like it's almost like a um like a radar that comes out of your character, and if you're if the Pokemon that appears is in that radar, you can catch it. Mm-hmm. So the people that are running into yards or like into oceans or highways to catch Pokemon are. I don't really know how to play the game. Because they're, they're kind of idiots because yeah. they can just be standing on the side of the road or on a sidewalk yeah. somewhere yeah, and, and like not have to be in the middle of the street. As long as your radar that's coming out of your character touches that Pokemon that appears, yeah. you can catch it. And it's a pretty it's a pretty wide, like... Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. very wide. Yeah, radius. It, I was going to say, it's a, it's a big, it's a decent-sized radius. While I was waiting for this show to happen, I was sitting in this apartment and I caught a Pokemon down the street. There you go. So... <laughs> Very cool, very cool. Well, now we're going to talk. KB and I are going to talk about uh, two more games, and I'm going to mention one that I don't think KB is very familiar with, um, but I want to kind of just explain it. And but first, before we get into that, the, a game we mentioned actually, I think, on our third episode mm-hmm. uh, called Future Fight. Have you played Future Fight yet? I have not. Okay, so being a Marvel fan, I think you'll enjoy this. KB, why don't you give him a, a synopsis of? Uh, what future fight is? So everybody you, on, on TV, a lot of the times you'll see advertised contests of champions. And that one's, I think a lot of people have played that, um, which is kind of like a fighting game. Future fight is kind of, it takes, it falls more in line, line with, like if you played Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I it love it. It falls more in line with that. Um, so you basically have three characters that you can rotate, you know, in and out of the, 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 um, the battles with the, with the uh, enemies. Um, it's got like, it's got um, all co- the upgrading. I mean, I, I can't even begin to, <laughs> to go into all of the upgrading that you can do. Like, all characters level up to, from, like, 1 to, like, 60. And then you have rank-ups, which give you more powers. So every you can rank up six times, or five times, because you start off as one. You start off with one star. Well, you, you go up to six stars. You go up to six stars. So you can rank up to six stars. And then you can master, which gives you even more power. And then the um, armor upgrades, the... Um, just there's lots Abil- of ability upgrades, ability skill upgrades. updates, skill upgrades. There's costumes. a lot of it's uh, customizability. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is that the word I want? Yep. Customize a lot of customizing. Customization. Um, customization. Not customizability. That's more more with more <laughs> with but but more with stats than. Um, actual like look appearances or costumes. Yeah. So basically, what you do is you get different. So basically, as KB was saying. You have like these whole range of characters. You can recruit more as you accrue points and whatnot, <coughs> and you can build like this super team. So right now, I, I think I I'm a spitballing here. I'm saying there's what 30, 35 characters maybe. More than that. Okay, I'm, it's I'm like spit- fifty. Okay, I'm spitballing here. Yeah. So there's about fifty characters. Um, so within those fifty characters, uh, you can mix and match, and then you can have different. You can unlock different costumes and purchase different costumes, and each costume is going to have different like buff abilities. So like if you have, for example, Spider Man, we were talking about, has an ability where he jumps up and he webs a couple of enemies. So if that's the case, it might say, okay, with this costume, the respawn, the cooldown for this power is cut in half. So instead of a 10-second cooldown or a 15-second co- cooldown, it's like a 5-second cooldown. So like your different costumes do different things. Or if you wear this costume, you do 20 more points physical damage versus energy damage and whatnot. So it's all controlled you know, within your, your gaming device, whether it be a phone or, or a tablet. And you have like one of those, I don't even know what you call them, but it's like a joystick, mm-hmm. you know, on the screen itself that you can, so you basically move them around with that. And then you have your different powers. It's like a little small, little like, um, almost like a diamond 
in the bottom right hand corner of your device. So you, as you're moving around, you can like use your power like Spider-Man. I'm going to swing a giant web at you or I'm going to swing on a web and kick you or I'm going to web you up or I'm going to like throw two webs into the ground and pick up some some concrete and smash it into you. And so that's just Spider-Man, for example. But basically, it's really cool because you build this team and it's free to play. But then, you know, as they tend to get you, oh, you want this? You got to buy like this amount of diamonds or whatever. The what's Oh, the they have so many different kinds of currency. It's kind of yeah. crazy. How much, how much do they give you? Though, like, like if you level up, do you get that, or do you have to buy it? So, uh, you you can accrue it in the game, but it's so minimal mm-hmm. to an extent. And again, you don't need it to play, but if you're like, oh, like what? I want, I want the like, using Spider-Man as an example, I want the, his Civil War costume as opposed to the comic book version, or I want the Black Symbiote Spider-Man. Like, you're gonna have to be, buy like whatever those whatever the the currency is. Yeah. To get. What is cool though is that you get um, a hero chest every day, free. And that will unlock a character. So <clears throat> that's very quickly, you know, you quickly get a lot so of these yeah, characters. So they give you they, every day, every, like, I think it spawns every 24 hours. You get a, a, what they can go to the store and unlock this character. And if it's a character you already own, you get points to rank them up to the next level. Because um, it's, it's anywhere from one to three stars. So as KB was mentioning, you can have one through six stars. And that's all about, you know, your, your level of power. And as you keep leveling up, you gain more abilities and more power and hit points and whatever else as you go along so you usually start off with somebody with one to three so if i get for example uh star lord we'll say from guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy and i have him already at a four star and then i go to that free chest and i get another star lord but he's only two stars whatever the point ranking is for that he goes that goes back into my star lord bank because maybe i need like 400 points to level up from level four to level five dude or you, like you have to use it on star lord like Not that necessarily. Case. That's you, what I was saying. Yeah. So you don't have to use right. those points on right. Them. I'm just I'm just yeah. saying like that that in theory you could work it that way. Each character also has there's like I think four four different character types. There's like a uh, universe uh, universe universal. There's a combat, speed combat and blast then, and then a blast one. So they each have like different characteristics. Yeah. So if you get like a Star Lord who is a speed power and you already have six stars with him and you get like 24 points, you can put that 24 points to any other speed character that you want. So you have the ability to kind of like pick and choose and cherry pick. Nice thing is the games, a lot of the games, are really, the um, levels are really quick. So if you want to play for like five, ten minutes, which you never play for five, ten minutes, yeah, it's addicting. Never, but no, but like each level is like three minutes. Tops. Yeah, like, well, and nice. so, so and that, that's really cool. And it, there's also a lot of autoplay features. So if you just want to build the characters, you can like autoplay a lot of it. So that kind of helps as well. But the other really cool thing about this is if you are new into comics or new into gaming, this is actually a really good game to learn a lot from because very casual. The, well, it it can be. Yeah, it is there's casual, but do, there's but a lot it, of like new characters that I've I, yeah. I, I've never even heard of. Yeah, like it, it's very good with um, the more newer characters or even some of the obscures. Right. Like was was it uh, Bone Crusher? Yeah. Yeah. Like when were you gonna play as Bone Crusher? No, it was gonna were. happen. Uh, Silk, Miss Marvel, Angela, um, Spider Gwen, uh, not not yet, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, you know who's going to be DLC? Gwenpool. No, Sp- oh, Spider Spider Gwen's on there. No, no, I thought he said Spider Woman. Oh, oh no, no, Spider Gwen. Spider, Spider Gwen. Yeah. Spider Gwen is on yeah, there. She's yep. On there. She's but, my uh, new. She's like my new favorite addition. Yeah, Spider yeah. She she's pretty. She's she's pretty yeah. strong right now. They are bringing Gwenpool in, but they're bringing Gwenpool that. in. Yeah. They just did the Captain America. The um, what was it? Uh, Rogers. Uh, was it Sarah? Sarah Rogers. No, you're. Uh, um, you, me. you know who I'm thinking of. Yeah, the. Oh man, Agent Thirteen. Agent Thirteen, but, but a Captain uh, yeah, what's, Captain what's America her, version her of her. 
alias. What's her real name? Uh, Sharon uh, Carter. Yeah. Sharon, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. I, for some reason, I kept saying Sarah. Um, but yeah, so it was a lot of good. Oh, Thanos. Yeah. Thanos is going to be in it. He he is in it. He, he's, oh, right. he's a pain in the ass to unlock. I haven't got him yet. I haven't unlocked any of those higher Basically, what, yet. what it is is so not only do other characters that you can unlock, but you can also do boss raids. And this boss is like super, all these bosses are like super overpowered. Like, like Kevin was saying, or KB was saying, you can uh, go up to level 60 for each character. So I have Spider Man and like two other characters. Spider Man's 60, and I've maxed out all this stuff. And then I have two other characters that are like 58 and 59. Thanos whoops my ass. So <laughs> I, I got as, I got like five level sixties and he whoops my yeah, ass. Yeah, so. so well it is Thanos, you know. The, right, right. But so there's some other there, there's some other more obscure villain bosses as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're all they're all more like um uh planetary villains. So okay. like like a like a not even like a nebula, but like um you know, all these other gods like Kree warriors and all kinds of other stuff that Um also if you're a fan of Agents of Shield, a lot of Agents of Shield characters. So yeah. I've never even seen the show and I'm a little upset with myself that I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. But yeah, you can be Colson. Well, you know Colson yeah, from the I Avengers. So Colson, you can be Quake, you can you can you use um uh Lash is Lash. On there. Yeah, Lash, which is surprising. Yeah, Lash Lincoln, is cool. Yes. Lincoln. So, so, so these are all the newer stuff. We won't spoil it for yeah. you, but they're cool characters. <laughs> it's definitely worth checking out. Just beware that, you know, if you're into Marvel or you're into games like that, that it is very addicting. And it can be expensive yeah. if you, it is addicting. Yes, it can. I don't, don't want to get into how much I spent. <laughs> Jay Free is not going to talk about that. Well, let's just say that it was more than $250 that I spent Ooh. on this game. So in what, the first three weeks? In the first three weeks. <laughs> to be fair, I've unlocked every character. I've unlocked every character too, and I've only spent Shut like up, 50 Katie. bucks. <laughs> I uh, I might be downloading this game when I get home. Yeah, well, we'll show you at the end of the show. I'll, I have it on my phone. I'll uh, run. Yeah, we both got it. Check so. it out. Um, real quick before we go into break, I want to just talk very quickly about a third game that I've been playing that I my is my new addiction. It's called. Let me ask you first before I actually announce it. Anybody play the? Well, I know you have. Have you played the Arkham uh, City Arkham Absolutely. Asylum? Absolutely. It's called Backham, Batman Arkham Underworld. So basically what it is, it's it's kind of like almost, it reminds me a little bit of like The Sims in a way, but it's not really. But essentially you can play, you start off as either Harley Quinn or the Riddler and you start amassing your criminal empire and you can build a hideout and you can put traps and hire thugs. And as you go along, you do other missions. One, you know, there's in-game missions. Um, then there's side missions with the Suicide Squad, which is really, really cool. But then there's also like specific storyline missions. Like right, one right now that I'm not a high enough level for yet is saving Nora Freeze for Victor Freeze for Mr. Freeze. You're still stuck on that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I haven't got to yet. He showed me this game like what two weeks ago, last week. Yeah, I, well, because I'm not high enough level yet, and I'm not going to be spending crazy amounts of money to level up. This <laughs> not, not on this one. <laughs> not on this one. I learned my lesson from Future Fight. But no, it's really cool. So you can kind of like make the hideout yours, like move rooms, certain you know, finagle your hallways and your garage and your your safe room and your training room and the room that your villains in. And you can kind of like on this little map, you can rearrange it however you want. Keep in mind, though, that other players can then attack your hideout and steal some of your goods. <laughs> so you have to build it in such a way that, you know, even if they because basically there's three there's three pieces. If you're going to go player on player one, they have to empty your vault Two, they have to defeat whatever supervillain is in charge of that hideout. And three, they have to basically any other thing that's going to earn you respect or extra money in there, such as like pool tables, safes, TVs, other like little uh, kind of like. Um, luxury items for your base if they destroy that those three stars will get them the most points and it's really 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 cool uh it's a it's a fun game uh right now the villains that are out um i've unlocked all of them through gameplay 
not spending any money. <laughs> there's one that still has yet to be released, but so far my favorite is Scarecrow. But there's Riddler, Harley Quinn, Scarecrow, Croc, Mr. Freeze, and coming soon is Bane. So it's going to be... So this sounds like they're saving some of the uh, more popular ones. Yeah, I mean, the game's just dropped like less than a month ago, I think. So I I think it's, you know, they're still going to... They're going to be doing patches. I mean, there's... I'm assuming they're going to eventually do the Joker. Or they'll do, like, the Penguin. They'll do Two-Face. They'll do something like that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 as of right now, I don't think it's on Google Play. I've tried finding it, but I can't Well, I'm playing it on my iPad, so... so. To be fair, Bane is my favorite uh, Batman villain. There you go. That's so awesome. That's awesome that he's in it. Yeah. So th- th- again, and I think it's the same guy that does the voice, if I'm not mistaken, from the video game. Okay. So if you're from the Arkham games, yep. it's the same dude doing the voice. So it's kind of like that continuity there. But it's a really fun game, and just like you know, it gives you a little bit of the ability to customize it how you want. But um, it's really just cool, like playing the villains, and each villain, similar to what we were just talking about, future fight. It's not to that extent a future fight. But you can le- as you level up, you can unlock like different abilities. So, for example, Mister Freeze, just using him as an example, you can use his freeze gun to kind of like sway back and forth and start free- freezing stuff. Then, after you level up, you can spend your points to then say, okay, not only does it freeze people and take away their hit points and their life, but it can also slow their movement now. And then you know, or you can say, oh, I'm going to do one to upgrade my suit so I can let out a uh, blast and a radius all around me of cold. And then as you level that up, it does more damage or less cooldown time or whatever the case might be. And then on, those are your primary abilities. You also have three passive abilities, so you can do different like passive things. Like for example, with the scarecrow, he has a, a an ability where he can like you know jab you with his fear toxin, and it will say like one of your passive abilities, any regular attack on somebody who is already in fear within ten seconds does double damage. And then, you know, cooldown times and whatnot change from passive abilities too. But it's really, really fun. And it's just a blast to play to kind of like, you're almost playing the bad guy and it's kind of <laughs> cool. So those are those are my, uh, my the three that are current right now. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back from that break, we're going to get into the final countdown. And we're going to be doing our top mobile games of all time. And we'll get into that criteria in a little bit. But first, since we did talk about Pokemon Go, let's do a little Pokemon theme. <laughs>
Are you ready to upgrade your office space or living area for an affordable price? Stop by Pachico's Furniture, where you can expect a delightful shopping experience, all while saving you some of your hard-earned money. Pachico's Furniture specializes in used furniture, antiques, jewelry, electronics, video games, Blu-ray, DVD, musical instruments, and much, much more. Whether buying or selling, we strive on being Fall River's finest second-hand store. Pachico's Furniture is a family-owned and operated business located on 663 Bedford Street, formerly Billy's Cafe, in Fall River, Massachusetts. Come on by. You'll be pleasantly surprised. And we're presently surprised to have Jordane back on for your geek. So, Jordane, you were, uh, I want to just kind of explain too, uh, you were, uh, happen to be checking it out for your own show, so I invited you on here. So you don't have a list for the final countdown, but just to give you the format of what we do is KB and I tend to rank whatever the topic might be, top five, top ten, top three, top four, whatever else it might be, and it has a little bit of theme music, and it goes a little something like this. The final countdown, and on today's final countdown, our topic is the top three mobile games that we've played that are our favorite yep. that we've played. So mine's going to be different. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. Uh, my caveat is it's going to be iOS specific because I only have an iPad and an iPhone. KB, I know yours is going to be a little bit different, but wasting no time, let's get into number three. KB, what's your number three? My number three is a little game called Hungry Shark Evo. I have no clue what that is. I love it. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, it's such a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's a real addicting game. And basically, you start off as this little tiny reef shark. And you go, you're just in around the beach, around rocks and boats and all this stuff. And you're, the main goal is just to eat as much as you can. And you have a life bar that goes up depending on how much you eat. So you eat people, you get more life. You eat another shark, you get more life. As you get more hungry, as you, you get lose more hungry, life. you lose life. So... What's really interesting about this game is the smaller the shark is, the least further down you can go and the least longer that you last. So you have to keep eating and eating and eating to make your shark bigger for the next time you play, which is a really interesting concept. Then you can unlock other sharks. Um, and it gets to like a crazy point where you're great white and then they have like other special sharks. Like there's, another, there's like a robot shark and all this <laughs> other shit. You can put – then you can customize a shark. Like I think my great white, I got to put a jet pack on it so it will like fly up to the top and fly around the screen and drop down and eat people. And, like, you get, like, little bonuses. Um, and then there's, um, you collect gold. You have to collect gold. So there's, um, you get this gold meter up by eating little pieces of gold. And when it goes up, everything turns gold. And you get, like, super speed. And you get to, like, go around and, like, eat people through tubes. And um, it's just, it's really, really fun, really addicting game. And what I liked is that I didn't have to spend a lot of money to play it and enjoy it. Like, I didn't have to really spend anything. It is one of those free-to-plays that you can... I haven't spent any money yeah. since I started playing it. Yeah, but you don't have to. And you can still get, you know, a lot of quality gaming out of it. Um, as a free-to-play so really good game um, and you don't have to be online to play it which is another thing like some of these mobile games that I want to point out is that some you have like future fight you have to have a signal so if you're someplace where you don't have a cell signal or, or internet like when I take I, I take flights overseas sometimes I don't have Wi-Fi on the plane or I don't have you know what I mean like yeah. I can't play those games so this is one of those games you can play you know anywhere so um, yeah really fun game check it out and I think that's on iOS as well so 
Very cool. Yep. Very cool. That was my number three. My number three, sticking with our, our geek theme, uh, a little book and, well, it's a book, one of the books in the series, but it's a more well known as an HBO TV series called Game of Thrones. So my number three is Game of Thrones Ascent. It was actually won an award, the 2013 Facebook Game of the Year. Um, but it's also available for the iOS. I'm not sure about the Android. Uh, I haven't checked it out. But it's, it's a strategy-based game. So basically you create your own character uh, of a minor house. So it's not a Targaryen. It's not a Lannister. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually swear fealty to one of the great houses, and that's who you're going to be serving. The choices you make as you're playing this game affect how the houses are going to react to you. And you can recruit other people, and you can get like a thief or a merchant or whatever to come into you under your employ and then send them out to do missions too. So it's not an actual uh, game where you're actually going to be doing any physical fighting with your characters and whatnot. It's more strategy-based, but it's just a really cool game in the Game of Thrones world. Question, is is it it, um, with the house? Is it just you run the house, or do you have an actual character? You have an actual character you can name and whatnot. But basically what happens is it's going to be all like um, screen pop-ups, like, you know, say, uh, you know, Sir J. Free, you know, house yada, yada, yada is somebody's invading their, 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 whatever, their garden or whatever. So then you can say, do you want to send the merchant to pay them off? Do you want to sell the, send the assassin to kill them? Do you want to send, you know, whoever to do? And there's mm-hmm. different options, but that's also going to affect how the houses see you as uh, one of the minor houses as well. So it's going to affect the gameplay. Cool. alone. It's pretty cool. And again, sticking with our geek culture. So that's my number three. Moving on to number two, KB. My number two is a little game called Fallout Shelter. I love Fallout, Fallout Shelter. <laughs> Fallout Shelter is so awesome. So anybody who's a fan of the Fallout series, you especially Fallout 3 and 4, where you kind of walk around the vaults. So this is a mobile game of basically you're an overseer in the vaults, and an overseer is basically just the person in charge of the vault. So you build the vault. So you build the rooms. You build the bed, uh, the bedrooms. You build... Uh, uh, was it a power station? You build a water, water supply. You water purifiers. You build um, uh, food, food restaurants, and kitchens, and, and crap like that. But you also have to build elevators to get down, up and down. Um, you have to send out people to get supplies, and you have to um, give them weapons and armor, and, and all the all the familiar artwork that you would know from Fallout is all in this game. Um, really, really cool game. It, it levels up. Uh, I think it goes up to like level 100, I think, something like that. I'm I, I, it's, close to that. Yeah, I'm like at 40-something, <laughs> but um, lots of cool stats. All the same stats that you have in Fallout, of like special. luck, special, all the specials. Um, so, you know, luck, charisma, endurance, strength. All of those things allow those characters to do certain things within your vault. So I think, um, for example, like um, I think sh- strength is for if you have a character with high strength, I think they they're the ones who can work in the power plants. If you have mm-hmm. one with high uh, charisma, they can do they can attract settlers through the there's like a radio station. Like there's just so many things to do, and you can actually make babies in this game, which is another cool thing to help control the population and grow it. Sometimes uh, it's a problem. Sometimes it's a problem. <laughs> well, you got to have the high charisma, <laughs> but it's so funny. You got to check it out because what happens is you build the bedroom section. They go in, and the two little characters will start dancing. And they start doing this weird dance, and then you see them like walk into the back, and then you see all these little like smile faces come out of the back <laughs> of the the screen, and they walk out, and the and the uh, the girl's pregnant with a, her hand on her back, <laughs> like slouched over, and uh, yeah, and then the kid has to be born, and then you name everybody. You can change you know change the names of people, um, and the vault also does get attacked by death claws and raiders and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's really really 
cool. Um, another free for I like free for, free to plays where I can get far and not spend. Um, it's one of those where you don't have to spend, uh, but definitely check it out. Really, really good if you're a fan of Fallout. And from what I understand, the the latest Fallout DLC has something similar to this now, where you're going to mm-hmm. be able to run your vault. So, um, uh, not to mention too, uh, you get the the lunch boxes. Yes, uh, the Vault Tech lunch yes, boxes. Yes, that's part of it. And the uh, characters you get in the Vault Tech lunch boxes are actually NPCs from Fallout yes. Three, Fallout Four, yep. New Vegas. Yep, and uh, also the. Um, the Mr. Handies. Yep. You can have the Mr. Handies like monitoring your floor and stuff. And yeah, it's just crazy, man. So yeah, that's my number two. Okay. Well, you mentioned you like a lot of free to play games. So I'm going to pose two questions to you, gentlemen. Number one, have you ever played those old, and I say old, but I mean like 2005, 2006, they were like on board.com, all these old flash video games where it was like you're in this room and you have to escape this room. Yep. So you, it, essentially. <laughs> There is a game for 99 cents where this, like, both my other selections in the in the final countdown are essentially open-ended where they don't have an end. You can continue to play. This game has a definitive ending. It's a game that costs 99 cents as of the time of this uh, podcast, and it's simply entitled The Room. I've played this game, and it's so much fun because it's so puzzle-based, but basically it's that same type of concept. You wake up, you're in a room, but instead of, like, trying to find, like, a screwdriver, and the screwdriver does this, and then this unplugs... This is you have to dis- uh, you basically have to open this box and in this box is another puzzle. It's another box and it's all like puzzle based. Like you have to turn the screen a certain way. You have to draw you know drag your finger from one end to the other and and make a picture out of it. So there's it's very very in depth. Um, there's a, a number of boxes that I mentioned you need to unlock and each box has a piece or a clue to open to the door. Now the caveat is or the kicker is. Once you get out of that room, you're into a bigger room, and you got to do the same thing all <laughs> over again. Um, the cool thing, too, is that there's also inventory slots for every piece you pick up, similar to what you've done before. Oh, I got the screwdriver. I got this. I got that. But the most important piece, it's a lens, and the lens actually lets you see null elements on boxes. So when you're trying to figure out the puzzle on each box, it almost works as like an invisible ink, where if you shut the lights off and, and you do something, it looks like a... Uh, you know the pattern you have to put something in and it's just a really cool puzzle based game so that's my number two the room on to our number one kb kick it up my number one is tomb raider relic run never played it never even heard of it tomb raider relic run is is if you're a fan of tomb raider which tomb raider is a huge you know it's a huge um franchise in itself um it's basically uh i'm trying to think of what game there's there's a temple run yeah all right yep so it's very similar to temple run uh, but Laura Croft style, which is really cool because um, it, it really stays true to the franchise, um, like Laura's costumes, the weapons. And basically, you run just like you would in, in a Temple Run. So Temple Run is basically just a game where you just keep running. And you, three, you, three you, have three, you have three lanes, and you, you go from left to right to go over obstacles, collect coins, collectibles, other things. So basically, as you're running through these areas, you, you pick up coins, clues, ammunition, um, and after you pick up enough clues, a relic will appear, and then you got to catch the relic, basically. Um, but there's combat in this as well. So there's a lot of creatures. Um, there's boss levels as well. So as you're running, um, you'll run into sections where all of a sudden she'll pull her guns out, and you can shift from side to side and fight creatures that are, um, you know, attacking you. Um, you can even, like, shoot, like, um, like if they're shooting an arrow at you, you can shoot them out of the air as you're running. Um the boss battles are pretty insane. You have because um, you have um, like grenade launchers, you have machine guns, you have pistols, you have everything. Um, really, really cool game. Um, you can ride uh, an ATV. 
things like that. Lots of cool jumps, great animation. Um, there's a set of snow levels, a set of jungle levels, and a set of desert levels. And they all have their own bosses. So, And after you beat a boss, the game will keep going. You just go as fast as you can. It gets harder the further you go. The harder the bosses are, the harder the obstacles are, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, really, really great game. Definitely check that one out. And I think that's on iOS as well. I think it's on all all um, platforms. Is it um, is it modern day Laura or is it still the weird looking Laura that's not really looks like a human? No, it's it's modern day oh, Laura. Okay. It's modern day Laura. Yeah. Yep. So that's my uh, number one. Very cool. So my number one, I first have to mention its predecessor or what it's modeled after. Uh, I first started playing this game uh, named The Simpsons Tapped Out. I don't know if any of you guys have played that on iOS. I remember it. But it's so much fun because it launched in the U.S. in March 2012. I'm still playing that today. But it's a free-to-play game, but it also allows for premium content for premium characters and whatnot that you don't necessarily unlock. But it has the entire array of Simpsons characters in the game. So there's something like 68 to 100 characters in this this game. Um, It's a great concept. You basically have each character can do tasks and the storylines, but then they also do special events. So for those fans that have old-school fans of Simpsons, whacking day or anything along those lines you're going to have different certain things fallout boy and um oh my god what's his name i can't so some of the celebrities yeah but not but not fallout boy the celebrity fallout boy and radioactive man and fallout boy the comic book characters they have a comic event there um so it's really cool and it's really fun to play basically it's called tapped out because you tap on each of the characters and then you tell them what you want to do i just mentioned that because its predecessor i mean the, the the one that came after it um, I think took that formula and made it even better. And this is called Family Guy, The Quest for Stuff. So basically, it's very similar to that Simpsons game. It's free to play with premium content. But the storyline is really, really cool. Family Guy is canceled again. <laughs> and the giant chicken is to blame. So he and Peter get into a huge fight and blow up the town of Quahog. And then you have to put it back together. <laughs> so again, you can take the high school. You can take... You know, the Griffin's house, you can take anything within that Quahog Quahog city and place it wherever you want in that town. And as you build up money and whatnot, you can unlock different sections of town. You can unlock like the mayor's office, Cleveland's house, the the drunken clam. Nobody messes with Adam Wee. There you go. There you go. (laughs) And and it's funny (laughs) you say that because the entire main cast provides their voices for each character. So not only do you have the f- main family guy, you have this uh, k- family guy characters, you have all the supporting cast. Adam West, Cleveland, Quagmire, Joe, Bonnie. Not only that, American Dad characters are in there. <laughs> Cleveland Show characters are in there. And then there's multiple costumes for each character. And then as they do special events, they have celebrities lend their voices, speaking of celebrities. So just a couple that I want to touch on. Um, in 2015, Star Trek. So they have William Shatner, Patrick Stewart, Whoopi Goldberg, all from the Next Generation, Star Trek, the original series, and Leonard Nimoy. There was the last voice acting thing he did before he passed was on The Family That's Guy. That's an interesting quest for stuff. Fact. Valentine's Day. They came out with hunks and, and hotties. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, Cheryl Teagues, Benedict Cumberbatch, like all of these <laughs> characters. And they provide their own voices. But they also do like other characters that they pull audio from the, the source material. For example, Die Hard. They have John McClane, and they, they take lines from Die Hard. They take lines from Kiss. They do all these other characters. And then they also had, since this is the Free Your Geek uh, podcast, Comic-Con 2014 saw the likes of Stan Lee, Nathan Fillion, Felicia, Felicia Day, Brian Cranston, and Ron Perlman provide their voices for this game with their own characters that you can send on Quest. So, again, 
really fun to play. It's really hilarious. Lots of good jokes. It's just it's just a trip to play, and I enjoy playing. I'm still playing it to this day, um, and I spent some money on that. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, because I want to unlock some premium characters. But you gonna get Lemony, Leonard Nimoy. Le- Leonard Nimoy, <laughs> you have to, you have to, and uh, so that's that's my pick. Um, anything else before we uh, wrap this up and go out? Anything on gaming before we we send out the bat signal? No. No, I think okay. I think we're good, man. Time for the bat signal. This is where we're going to plug everything. So I'm going to start with our guest. I'm going to say, is there anything you want to plug? If it's like a Facebook, a Twitter, anything? Any? I don't have anything set up right now, but okay. I will. So I'll say this for Jordan. Pay attention to the 59 Media um, family of podcasts. His will be dropping very soon. Once you get the actual name, give it to me. Let me know, and I'll All shout right. it on the podcast to get people to check out. Definitely. Uh, KB, you want to plug our Facebook page? Yep. Face uh, for your geek on Facebook. Covers of the week. Been, covers of the week. KB is cool. all about finding all those about new those, covers yeah. and those new comics that get released on Wednesday. Good stuff. Posting those covers to our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Free your geek on Twitter. Go to my website jfreethegeek.com. Again, our Facebook page. Um, you know, write us a review. Tell us what you think. Again, just don't be dicks about it. <laughs> and uh, KB, I know before before we um, we go out, I know you want to say my catchphrase. That's fine. You know uh, what? I'm not. I, I'm. I'll let you say it today. Oh wow! All right. So that being said, I'm gonna say this. Uh, since we didn't, nobody mentioned, I did mention it at the top. Angry Birds was another huge mobile game um, from the Angry Birds movie to kind of tie it together with our geek geekiness. Um, Tyrion Lannister actually recorded a song called "The Mighty Eagle" from the Angry Birds movie. So Peter Dinklage, uh, this one's for you. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into Free Your Geek, where you can get your geek on and start the weekend with your geek friends. Have a good day. Mighty, mighty eagle soaring free, defender of our homes and liberty. Bravery, humility, and honesty. Mighty, mighty eagle, rescue me. Mighty, mighty eagle, proud and grand, forever be the glory of our land. We fought hard with our claws in the sand. Mighty, mighty eagle takes a stand. A stand. Join us on our flight through the sky, mighty, mighty eagle. Who is this guy above the clouds, way up high? Mighty, mighty eagle. I love to fly. Soaring free, defender of our homes and liberty. Bravery, humility, and honesty. Mighty, mighty eagle, rescue me.